Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of MetaTalks, the ultimate platform for everything metaverse. I'm Petra Basim and I'm going to be your moderator for today's episode. But before we jump in into our conversation for today, let's remind ourselves what is MetaGate. MetaGate Summit is an exciting three-day hybrid summit taking place in Istanbul in September 2023. And also you can attend it virtually through our amazing Metaverse platform. Get ready for a mind-blowing fireside chats, panel discussions, and a great lineup of keynote speakers. And if you are an entrepreneur with an innovative idea, then Innovate Accelerate is just the right place for you to shine up with your metaverse idea. Now, please join me in welcoming Rudy Shushani, the founder of DX Talks, digital leaders platform for events and media partnerships. He's a global thought leader in governance and digital transformation. Welcome, Rudy. Uh, thank you, Petra, for this. And uh, it's, an am- it's amazing, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Rudy. But Rudy, before we dive into our conversation, could you please share a bit about your background and what you do? Because I'm sure our audience is excited to hear about you. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Well, my background goes uh, spanning around 22 years in the financial technology fintech aspect. And the last seven of them was split between the governance of uh, digital transformation for fintechs and uh, blockchain. And this is where I joined both worlds with the rise of this new technology and new innovation in the world. So uh, I host uh, and uh, do the DX Talks, which is the digital talks. In the Middle East, we are focused on uh, growing the knowledge and helping people to transform and change towards this new world. Uh, and my background also has a lot of uh, cybersecurity, governance, as I mentioned, uh, fintech, uh, metaverse, uh, blockchain, and so many other things, and cryptocurrencies. I started as a cryptocurrency enthusiast, and then I moved there uh, into the world of uh, technologies that are changing uh, f- the future of the world. With that, I'm also a member of Forbes Technology Council. I write for different magazines. Uh, globally, locally, and uh, regionally. I'm an award winner uh, because of the things that was put out uh, on the internet, and this is where uh, it helps uh, positioning uh, the brand or it helps positioning personal brand. I was selected to be on the Forbes Technology Council uh, based on an award, which was privileged uh, for me to be uh, sharing this with, uh, with our audience and our uh, uh, surroundings. That's amazing. You really have an amazing uh, background, so I'm sure our conversation is going to be excited. Uh, Taib Rudy, uh, we're definitely excited to hear about your thoughts on in the like on the I mean on the fintech uh, in the metaverse. Now, as you know, the metaverse continues to gain momentum. Now, in your opinion, how do you see fintech integrating in our new virtual uh, world? And what do you think are the opportunities and, let's say, the challenges that companies might face in the metaverse? Indeed. Uh, First, we we need to define that metaverse, even though some people call it a hype or a trend, it's not actually a hype or a trend. It was, but today it's more of a must-go-to. Noting that regardless of the world, 
this virtual world has been there for more than 20 years. But now with Meta or Facebook changing its name to Meta, so it gave it a lot of boost. Uh, now, integrating fintech into the metaverse and what are the opportunities, it's, it's really amazing. In general, in the last 10 years or 12 years, we've seen a lot of innovation happening in the financial sector, in the banking and finance and all of this. Why? Because we needed new instruments, which is faster, much more adaptable to change, closer to the customers. And this is where the fintech started taking shape, that banks are very traditional banks. They don't want to experiment banks. They don't want to change. They don't want to create. Uh, but fintech came in to try to bridge them to a better place. And there was a little bit kind of competition in there. So understanding how fintech started is very important because this will leap us into so many other things. Because now we're talking fintech into the metaverse, which is another uh, more advanced layer. But with the change and the idea of transformation came that we need to change and go into new ventures, new places, new ideas, new things. Uh, we started seeing digital banks. So now, uh, let's say in the region, you started seeing that any traditional big bank has already opened kind of a digital arm for him because with a digital arm, you can do things much easier. So let's go into the opportunities and the metaverse. Why would a financial technology company or fintech or a bank or anybody go to uh, the metaverse? We started seeing, especially now with JP Morgan, Chase Manhattan, and all of those big names, the adoption of such technologies because we are bringing back the mode of communication. It's a new way of communication. It's a new way of interaction. And it is available 24-7 in the metaverse. So that new fintech arm, regardless, I'm not talking about cryptocurrencies because it has nothing to do with cryptocurrencies at this point of time. Um, it created opportunities. So now I can go to the metaverse and then I can interact, go to the building 24-7. I don't have to travel. I don't have to go to New York. I don't have to jump into the car and go. I can go to the metaverse and log in and then go to the uh, financial institution and discover what do they have? What is the experience they're trying to give me? That virtual experience. And inside of it, I can go and apply or talk to a, a representative, talk to a chatbot, talk to, uh, and then check out the, the flyers digitally. And if I want to apply for, let's say, a loan, car loan, whatever is the loan for a new product, credit card, now I have a new way and a new interface that's working 24-7 again. So it is nonstop in this advancements of technology with the introduction of blockchain and cryptocurrencies and so many other things, business is operating 24-7. And here today, that fintech mentality bridged into the metaverse and bridged into the world of advancements has given me a very good advantage and opportunity. Nothing comes in without challenges, right? So the challenges are the complications. How are we going to start? Who has the knowledge? What are the new ideas? Because we don't want to go and give a copy-paste idea of another bank or another financial institutions. So it's more on the innovation side. How can we give them something that they can attract to uh, products, uh, incentives, and so many other things? So it's really interesting times we are living in.
That's true, actually. That's true. Now, from your answers, you've mentioned that uh, banking are uh, like the banking systems are becoming traditional, which brought up uh, to my mind a new question. Now, as you know, the uh, use of cryptocurrencies and digital assets uh, are growing nowadays. So, therefore, we're curious about the future of financial transactions, you know, uh, in the metaverse. Now, in your opinion, will the tra uh, traditional banking system still be used? Or do you think that the new forms, let's say, of uh, decentralized finance will emerge into our world? Uh, to be honest, banking will not go away anytime soon. Okay, But that doesn't mean we need banks. You know, as uh, uh, Microsoft CEO said, we don't need banks, we need banking. And I, I really believe in that. And blockchain came and disrupted even more with the rise of cryptocurrencies and so many other things. It made it much faster, much easier. And that's why we see so many banks now adopting uh, cryptocurrencies. Maybe they are new banks, maybe they are new exchanges. But if you look in the region now, in general, UAE is really on a, a forefront. In Turkey, we have also regulations for some of the uh, digital currency exchanges. So we are seeing an adoption and adaptation for this so that we can facilitate uh, the transactions. Noting that soon, already 90% of the global central banks are studying something called CBDC, which is Central Bank Digital Coins, which is another form of crypto uh, digital money, let's call them. But before going into this, because all of this needs and will take time, we can start immediately with current traditional ones that will never go away, which is the MasterCard and the Visa and all of those uh, digital forms of money, which is already digital money, right? Next, we will see integration also from the cryptocurrencies so they can work hand in hand. So the banking side is working as it is or the payment side working as it is. Uh, we will see cryptocurrencies in the form of something called decentralized finance, DeFi, which is something that will be replacing totally the banks in a much faster way. So every product we know in banking or finance will be replaced by another DeFi product based on cryptocurrencies. And if cryptocurrencies, whether backed by governments or backed by gold or backed by whatever, even the ones that are not backed by anything you can even transact today with them. But let's say the government has adopted one cryptocurrency and it's backed by its own, by its own currency, so it becomes viable. So we're going to be seeing the rise of such technologies that those digital assets, now with, with the rise of cryptocurrencies, digital assets has also risen. So everything can now be digitized. You can uh, buy a house using digital assets. You can buy a car using digital assets. And how do you prove it? You need a record on the blockchain. So there's a significant role here for all of the cryptocurrencies, digital assets, and new means of uh, making uh, advancements in the technology, which allow direct uh, transactions, and also, most importantly, automation. We've been dying for automation, and now we can have automation on smart contracts. Rem imagine this with me. Let's say in the metaverse, uh, you can have a house, all right, uh, mm -hmm. an office. Uh, a place to do events. And then you want to rent this for uh, 
certain people so that they can do events. All of this could be automated totally from A to Z without anything using a smart contract. The payments, how, when it is opened, when it is closed. So this is a new way. If you bridge it in the from the virtual world to the uh, real world, imagine you can do house rentals, house payments, house whatever you want using those smart contracts. And if he didn't pay his rent, automatically using the contract, the house is actually locked. So it's either binary, it's very simple, one or zero. So this is a new form of treatment. This is a new form of uh, interaction. We are seeing the rise already of it. We're seeing the adoption regulation, which will, I think we will be a uh, touching point on this later on. Regulation is coming slowly, slowly, but there's a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of things that we have to think and cater for in the near future. Yeah, uh, I believe that uh, basically the cryptocurrency is going to play a big role in shaping uh, our future, actually. So now, again, fintech companies, they have the power to improve, let's say, the financial inclusion and access to financial services for both individuals and businesses around the world. So right. from your opinion, how can they leverage the metaverse in order to achieve this goal, actually? Uh, already, what when we're talking about uh, fintech, one of the main uh, powers is inclusion. When we're talking cryptocurrency and why blockchain was created, it was created to help in the inclusion. Currently, we have around 2 billion plus outside the banking system. We have another 2 billion that they cannot afford the transactions, the monthly fees, and so many other things. And this is where FinTech is bridging this. And also it's bridging better experiences, faster experiences. So we need to really leverage this in the metaverse. In the metaverse, things are a little bit uh, different for uh, underdeveloped uh, countries because already we have an internet problem. So here we need to work also on the infrastructure and so many other things. But on a global perspective, it does help in the inclusion. Now you can be able to talk, to see. Let's take an example. If you are far from a city, 1,000 kilometers away, and there's no financial institutions next to you, what do you do? At this point of time, and there's uh, hundreds of millions of scenarios such as those, you cannot do anything. You have to take a trip, take an airplane, uh, maybe drive for uh, two days or whatever to go and apply for something. With this, you can go in the metaverse and directly talk to a representative and then they will issue whatever uh, request you are doing and that will create uh, a good uh, option for you, right? Yes. So this is where the virtual wallets, uh, digital wallets and payment solutions to help microfinance such some platforms to empower individuals and bridge those financial literacy gap because also we need to elevate our financial literacy, but how do we do it? It's two ways. Us as consumers and the financial institutions and the fintechs for us, for them to push also the inclusion and help us bridge using such technologies. Yeah, but again, do you think, because, you know, when it comes to now security and regulations, it's always a concern for the majority of the companies, uh, especially with through, I mean, financial transactions. 
Now, right. how do you see security and regulations being addressed, let's say, in the metaverse? And what steps those companies need to be ta- to take, actually, in order to ensure they're having, uh, let's say, safe and secure financial transactions in the virtual world and the metaverse at the same time? Uh, it's a catch-22 answer. <laughs> so it has its positives, it has its negatives. Because it's a fast payment, it's becoming a very fast payment using digital currencies and other means, of course, but digital means. Uh, it's, the fraud is becoming much faster. Okay, And people, this is when we spoke about literacy, people even sometimes, you know, with all of my knowledge, with all of my carefulness and cybersecurity background and so many other things, I did fall uh, victim of a fraud. It was very uh, catered campaign to hit me myself. And then I, I face a lot of identity, uh, false identities on the internet. So it's, it's, a, it's a really fast work. But still, if we are interacting with financial institutions, this can help us because we know where they are. We know how they are. So it is on their website. You can jump from their website into the uh, metaverse or uh, whatever other virtual means. But we do need this. The blockchain, the essence of the blockchain is to protect this. So it is immune to change. It is encrypted. It cannot be removed. It is transparent. So those are the things that we actually want. So if you are thinking in a a very dynamic way, what else do you need? If I tell you it is secure, it is uh, transparent, it cannot be removed, it is such a decentralized system where it is empowered by uh, by algorithm and code, and that code you can see it and know exactly what it uh, how it transacts, and it's not hidden. So sometimes between human and human we change things. This is very normal. With a code you cannot change it. Once it is executed, it is executed. So it does provide a lot of security, but we need those robust measures. Uh, to help elevate all of this. And this is where the regulations come from. I'm kind of a regulatory uh, person where I want to see regulations because if we leave it like this, as some, sometimes it's a mess, sometimes it is such a beautiful thing where it is being abused. We need frameworks. We need to adopt and address, for example, identity uh, uh, access or identity verification. We cannot accept everyone because... How do we know that this person now is that virtual uh, person? So we need to link them all together. Anti-money laundry. And then <laughs> we're seeing today the, the, the transfer of money all over in a traditional system. So wh- what happens in a digital or distributed and decentralized world? It's even much more. But we have the technology to monitor them. With traditional banking or traditional finance, it is related to that organization. If it didn't do the job, Nobody knows. But on a blockchain, which is public, we have a lot of technology and we have a company that works directly with governments to try to secure the money laundering transfers and so many other things. And most importantly, try to drive this dispute resolution, which currently today doesn't exist on the blockchain and cryptocurrencies or the metaverse. That's why we're in regulations for privacy, and the UN is trying to do something on the ethics side also globally. So we are seeing more and more companies or uh, involvement from governments locally, regionally, and globally, uh, and the UN enabling, trying to enable this whole, because today it's not a government thing. 
it's a global thing. So it's a whole totally new world. So we need such technologies and such regulations to really enforce it uh, and secure it. Yeah, that's uh, that's really true. Regulations are really important in order to, sh- like, let's say, ensure uh, we're having a secure financial transaction, definitely. Uh, Rudy, we're definitely thrilled to, uh, that you will be joining us uh, during Metaget Summit as a keynote speaker. Uh, in your opinion, uh, how important do you think events like Metagate or any events related to the metaverse actually is really important in order to drive, like, let's say, innovations for uh, metaverse industry and uh, the companies that they're willing to utilize, let's say, the metaverse? And what are your expectations for this year's summit? Yeah, thank you. And I'm really, really privileged and happy to be participating in this uh, summit this year. Uh, I really hope uh, that it's going to you know, be one of those main addresses to follow and attend globally because we need such initiatives. The more we talk, the more we do, the more we collaborate, the more we are actually pushing forward the agenda. Uh, events such as Metagate uh, Summit, I really want to see innovation. Uh, in the world. My, my, my background, we need innovation. If we don't have the innovation, we are not doing anything. We're not giving anything new. And we are in such a point currently that we're on a pinnacle of another explosion of technologies. We've seen ChatGPT under five months. What did he do? So we need so, such... A, the technology of AI has been for, there for 73 years. But one simple application utilizing AI was able to change the face of the world in uh, adopting an adoption. We need another one for cryptocurrencies. We need another one for uh, metaverse. So that's what I want. And for us to achieve this, we need collaboration. The metaverse, if we have uh, 50 different metaverses, actually, I would say we failed. We need collaboration. We need not fewer numbers, but we need the integration part. I want to have one experience. I don't want to have multiple experience. And this is the platform to talk about this. So here we are. You are providing that platform for networking, collaboration, knowledge sharing, showcases of new technologies. And I'm sure there will be many participants that they will be showcasing such their technologies. I've seen metaverses from pixelated things to Unreal Engines, so realistic, so beautiful, and the utilization of their technologies is amazing. So we really, we have to identify those opportunities, uh, check out all of the demos. Uh, I'll be personally there to really help uh, growth uh, and the collaboration part, uh, trying to see how we can make a real uh, example to the world that Metagate is really there on the forefront of technologies uh, with the support of the local region, the local government, and the world trying to bridge this into something totally new. So Metaverse is not just a virtual world. It becomes part of our daily lives. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we're going to definitely meet your expectations, uh, Rudy. And with the collaboration of DX Talks as well, we're going to meet the audience expectations. Uh, thank you so much, Rudy, for sharing your valuable insights with us today. It was an amazing conversation, actually. Uh, and as we wrap up uh, our conversation for uh, today, is there anything you would like to add or share with our audience? 
Uh, yeah, definitely for sure. Join us uh, in the gate, and uh, we are expecting, as I heard, a lot of innovation. So make sure to jump on this train uh, and explore the possibilities. Was it from the government or from a private sector or from innovation or innovator? Uh, we're really excited for this. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of news about the event itself. So make sure to attend and uh, let's see what happens and see you soon. Thank you. To our audience, we hope you enjoyed this engaging and informative conversation. Follow us on, so on our social media platforms at Metagate Summit or visit our website www.metagatesummit.com for more updates about the Metagate Summit itself. See you next September. Thank you.